Welcome back to the Escape Rope Podcast, everybody. This is season two. Season two. Oh my god. Jeez. Oh, We're back. Shit. We are back. A bit, a bit late. A, a bit late this week, actually. Yeah. So apologies uh, to. Um, I think I think I sent out the uh, um, a social media post say that we're back on the fourteenth and it's probably the sixteenth something now. Yeah, so I, I got to scramble to release an episode by the end of this week, just so, to keep our schedule. Uh, yeah, so apologies that uh, we've taken a little bit of extra time, but I promise it will be for the best. Anyways, man, um, how's how are things? Uh, looks like things are quieting down a little bit. You're well allowed to hang out at each other's place now. Yeah, um, restrictions have been haven't been lifted, but they have been eased. Yeah, that's um, good to hear. So I think last week was when you can sort of go to some like a friend's house. Um, only two people can go to a, another household um, for non-caring um, uh, reasons. You can just go there as a you know to hang out. And now this week, I think they raised it to five people. Yeah. So um, I think it, soon enough they'll probably bring it up to to ten, um, which is which is uh, which is cool. But I, I think um, it is important to still, you know, have those, you know, hygiene and social distancing whenever you can. I'm excited. I'm excited for season two. There's a lot of things that we want to achieve in this season. There is. You know, different guests. Like, I want to line up Benson for sure. Uh, I'm excited to see his cafe. I'm excited to see the cars that he's got on display. Um, and I'm also excited with the video that we're going to be popping up soon. You know, just showing our faces to the world for the first time. <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah, a little bit nervous, um, yeah. mainly because I've never really done anything like aside from you know holiday photos or whatever. I've never really like had a video of me doing shit. I've never been one of those people who are like, oh, I'm gonna pull myself up the internet for for whatever reason. I've never had that thought in my mind. I feel like I've been working towards this, and this is why I'm so excited about it. You know, I've I've been talking about this for so long. Like, I want to get into videography, video like photography, and now that I'm in it. I can't wait to be on YouTube. So, so that's a completely, um, I feel like that, that's a very different type of um, motivation. So there's one motivation to really get into the photography, to get into, you know, really nice production. Yes, yes. And then there's another thing of being in front of that production. Still involves a camera though. Yeah, I, I know. It's just like you can be very much into the cameras, the the process, the creativity, but have your sort of work be, um, you know, be, be, be a voice. And then there's like those who want to be in front of them, yeah, in front of the camera. Yeah. I've never had that um, it's, desire. It's, it's funny that you actually mentioned that because I've been thinking a lot about this as well. Uh, I, you know, ever since I started into this, I'm, uh, I've been, every sort of video content that I see, whether it be movies, commercials, uh, you know, YouTube videos, for example, like I, I ask myself, do I want to be there? Do I want to be creating commercials? Do I want to make YouTube videos? Oh, I just knocked the mic, sorry. Uh, do I want to make videos? And it, it's kind of like the, the whole dilemma of where you actually want to take this, right? Um, and- I guess, uh, you know, at some point as well, um, if you're big enough, you kind of have to have a production team of sorts behind you, at least one or two people to help yeah, you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're sort of releasing the amount of uh, content that you might want to do. Whereas if you're not really doing you know, the front of the mic stuff, just doing editing. That's not, yeah. it's not too bad. I, I have to find out the balance there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like if I w- I'm going to be uh, totally open about it, the reason we're, why we kind of, we were kind of late releasing this week is because I've been concentrating on this, this other video I was making for a client. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Making guys. money. Making I'm, money. I am sorry, guys. 
actually on on, on this uh I think this sort of leads into the topic, but I was going to ask you as well because it's related to what we just talked about. Okay. Um, it seems like you're really, really getting into the process, like really getting deep into the process of production. Well, you, you've seen it me yeah. when we started the podcast, so right? Editing and, and whatever yeah. else. It's, it seems like you're really, really excited about it. How much of it is um, just sort of learning the process and saying, and, and saying hey, yeah, that's cool. This, this thing, I, I now know how that's done. And how much of it do you think is the creative part of, oh, I can do this to this video now. Okay, let me rephrase that question so I can actually understand it. So you're basically asking me whether it is, is it the, the excitement of learning the process or is it the excitement of like saying, oh shit, I can actually take this knowledge and apply it. Uh, at the moment, I fall squarely in the shit. I can learn this. I can actually take this and, and, and upskill, right? Uh, I see, I mean, if you're talking about myself, like I've always loved anything that I could throw my hands at and actually figure out how to, uh, how to make it work, right? Whether it be like uh, uh, DIY stuff, woodworking, like you saw the, the, the garden bed I made for, for Abby, right? So the, the process of learning how to make it and figuring like finally there's like a, a roadmap to from like an initial idea to the final product, that middle ground for me is, is very, very exciting. I love it. I, I don't know why. And it's always been in me. So as, as part of um, editing and producing a video, Mm-hmm. There's some creativity involved. That's right. And there's yeah. also there's also a lot of um a lot of the the process of you know uh light the lighting and and the colors and all that. That's all that's all sort of part of the process. Um. So so you know the the question I ask is like, are you more excited about actually doing doing the video, or how much of it is putting your creative flair into it? What's more exciting to you at the moment? Learning it. Right, so there's there's definitely a, a creative aspect to it that I'll probably figure out later down the track, uh, but for me it's just like figuring out like all the different aspect of this particular endeavor. Yeah, that's really exciting for me. Right. So with the podcast, for example, you're you know you you've produced and edited every single one of our episodes, and I think you're you're at a point where it's fairly straightforward now. Yeah. Is it is it boring? Do you think? Because there's there's only so much creativity you can really put into yeah. that process, right? And that's to to answer your question, I think it's really important that we took a break and went to season two, right? Because that basically renews my interest in creating something extra in in addition to the podcast, something that we've already, we've already learned. Now, now that I think about it as well, actually, mm-hmm. it's I think it's pretty much six months because we started in early December. Mm-hmm. We took a break in early May. That's mm-hmm. six months. That's right. Oh, that six that's months. Crazy of- timing. <laughs> like crazy coincidence almost. <laughs> like my uncle likes to say, synchronicity. Yeah. <laughs> Things wow. happen at the right time, uh, at the right place, at the right time. I literally just, just came to me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so the break that we took, it was helpful. Helpful. Very for, helpful. Um, keeping you engaged or, yeah, just uh, honestly, for me, it's, it's just the, the 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 change of scenery. Yes, I think I think the break sort of just helped us mentally to to because um, we recorded last week, but it uh, well, one of the weeks we recorded, but it wasn't really for the podcast. It was just recording. Mm-hmm. I think it's just we we needed to have that sort of deep um, discussion without having the filters of it being 
an episode that goes out to the public. Yeah, something that we must do, we have to do, yeah. and keep it like keep it real. It's yeah. not it's not a produced show. It's no. literally just me and you talking about things that really interest us and learning about like what it means to 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 live a life. Right. Yeah. And and you know that the, the episode where well it's not an episode, it's the where we recorded that's not going public. That's there's a lot of things that we that that we talked about that probably shouldn't go out in the air. But I think those are sort of discussions that and conversations which is which is good or it's a good reset to what we normally are you talk talking about. about the banter episode yeah okay so just for those who um who don't understand what we're talking about we actually separate to the escape road podcast recordings that we do for the weekly re- releases we actually sit down and also record ourselves thinking you know thinking whether it be about ourselves about the show about our careers all that's all, all that things and then we listen it uh, we actually listen to it after the fact and it's it's actually strange how we actually pick up on things we we start figuring out different we kind of pick up on different things that we're doing wrong things that we might be doing right or things that need to be changed it's, okay. it's really helpful it's almost like a self-evaluation of sorts exactly so we call them our banter episodes yeah i okay. mean there's a little bit of banter it's not all banter there is yeah. a quite a fair bit of it is pretty deep conversation but um yeah, I mean, I think if we want to ever get those out, there'll be we might, a lot of editing, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, like, I think for those, I might just do one-minute snippets or, like, different types of conversation yeah. within those banter episodes that we might release to our Patreons. I'm sure there's, like, a 10-minute thing yeah, that we can probably yeah. spice uh, up. Speaking of which, Patreon is something that we're going to concentrate a little bit more on this this uh, season. We're going to be having different tiers and also different types of content that we can provide to you guys through our Patreon. And we... Also, did have our first uh, Patreon. Daniel J. Yi. Wow. Thank you very much for your contribution. You uh, I felt rich. <laughs> I felt like somebody's actually paying us for that the content. Yeah. It, was a, it was an amazing feeling. And um, yeah, I hope it, 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 keeps, it keeps, uh, keeps going, the, I mean, uh, the Patreon list. I mean, I hope we don't say this very often, but it felt real. It felt like all our efforts that we put into this show for the past six months, sorry, not six months, it goes back to almost a year now. Yeah, close, close, close to almost now, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, well, six months of official episodes, yeah, yeah. but there's, there's many more episodes that we might not have, we might not even release. It's just like us recording ourselves, but it felt that every single thing that we've actually gone through mm. from buying the gear, from figuring out the name to figuring out the topics and actually like figuring out how to speak on the damn, in front of a damn mic, right? It feels <laughs> real. The fact that we see, we've seen that $2 come into our, our account was- It was good. Uh, um, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> thank you. I mean, we, we are still down quite a few hundred dollars from all the equipment <laughs> and, and you know, whatever else, but you know, this is our first dollar. So that, that helps us. Yeah. For sure, man. For sure. Um, yeah. So I guess back to our um, initial conversation and also the, the topic of today. Um, you want to talk about, you know, what, what you've been up to, what your oh, minds yeah. have been. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want to take us through that? Have you ever had the aha moment, the so-called eureka moment? Um, can you Okay, so it's basically when you grind out in something that you've been trying to learn, trying to do, trying to figure out, and suddenly you get so frustrated, you're like, I'm out, I can't take this anymore, I'm just going to go to sleep. And then you come back in the next morning, you sit down on the same problem, 
and within five minutes, it just clicks. Uh, I can't think of examples, but I, I feel yeah, like yeah, I've certainly yeah. felt that before. So yeah, I found that fascinating, right? Because like, just to give some uh, to give people some context, I've been working on this particular video for a client, and I wanted to add some motion graphics to it, like an overlay of like a piece of land, so that they can see like the 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 square meterage of of the actual piece of land, right? And I was so close to sending the product without the overlay because I was so sick of it. So sick of spending three days straight learning different YouTube uh, videos, like learning from different YouTube videos and sitting there and trying to do it manually by hand. To the point I was like, I was like probably a click away from sending that video. So I took a step back, went to sleep. And then the very next day I sat down in front of the computer, fresh head and everything. I looked at the problem and it just works. It just just falls into place. My head just uh, just figures it all out. By the way, I, I have a link to that particular video I was talking about. So if people want to watch my work, just a shameless plug. So you know, it, it sounds like you yeah. put a lot of a uh, lot of time and effort into this new craft of yours, um, and certainly, yeah, there's a lot of frustration. So for you to get to this eureka moment, this aha moment of, hey, I, hey, mm. maybe I could do it this way instead. Mm. How, how does it feel um, to go through that, that grind to get to that aha moment? And how does it feel for you um, sort of thinking ahead of, hey, I can, I can have these moments again. It's, it's pretty future. And like, I'm excited just to, to, to see that I can get those moments yeah. over and over and over again, uh, depending on the, like, the different craft that I put myself through. I mean, it could be something that we I will experience, and I hope that you do too with this podcast. Like when we go from oh unknown you Ron me Fung to hey that's Fung and Ron from the Escape Road podcast, right? That's gonna be an aha moment for us because we figured out the, the formula. Not saying that there might be one, but like that's that's something that might work for us in terms of our click, and we put it out there, and people instantly resonate with this. That would be a, a, for us a aha moment. It would be. I think, in a way, that uh, our first patron is kind of our aha moment in, mm. in, in a very small way, because it almost yeah validated some you know all the work that we've done, and maybe one or two episodes kind of clicked. That's right for some other people that that we did, and hey, we yeah. we got a so a we patron. we used to think that hey the reviews cool. and like the stars was was everything, and while they are important. Yeah. It was like it was like almost very important. We didn't consider things to be a, an achievement until we saw something that something that validated our efforts. So for for me in particular, that validation comes in the form of what people would pay you for. You know, you can you can say that you're the best at something, but if nobody's going to pay you for it, then you just you know, it's, it's just coming from yourself. But if somebody pays you for it, it almost validates. Sure, that, that means like people about. also resonates with your idea. Yeah. It could also mean yeah. that you've actually crafted your idea so well that the transfer of information from your own head is clear cut to someone that, that that is actually receiving that idea, that information, so that they also get it. That's why they see value as you see value in the craft that you the the the, the thing that you did, right? And I'm sure for us as well, it it took a while for us to get mm. to to this point and i'm sure we'll get 
you know, even better as, as speaking we of forward. which, I, I wanted to to liken it like to a particular movie, you know, The Matrix, right? Remember how Neo mm-hmm. gets jacked into the Matrix and and downloads Kung Fu, and then goes against Morpheus. Felt like that. It felt like, oh shit, I understand. I know Kung Fu. So, like in my, in my case, I was sitting from my computer. I was like, I know motion graphics, <laughs> right? So that movie is a by the way, classic film, classic, classic. I have to go watch it again. So, do do you think um, you just just you having this eureka moment? Do you feel like? It's it's validated. It is. It is. It is, it is very much. It is, it is um, very much. I mean, I had this moment when I started editing our podcast too. I knew nothing about like audio editing, nothing. And then when like, if you listen to our episodes now uh, through Podcast Addict or wherever you get your um, your podcast from, by the way, that's you too, guys. <laughs> that's you too. That's right. um, if you check <laughs> out the quality of our audio, it's a lot better, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot better. Um, just you know, in in, in terms of um, how you know the angles yeah, in which yeah. we we speak to the mic, the walls around us. I think there's a lot of things that you clearly, but not uh, only consider. just me. You understand it as well. You understand like, oh, cool. What this? What does this pop filter does? What what is this <laughs> microphone condom does in front of you? Know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely yeah. not the same level as you, but I mean. Um, the, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, just just going through the process, you you do learn a lot. Um, so and yeah, I, I I personally don't think I put. I mean, while money is important, I'd like to get paid for the, for the work that I do. Um, of course, yeah. but I think my validation comes into people recognizing that the skills that I've actually learned is is of good quality, right? Yep, yep. Well, I mean, you're you're at a point where people are paying you for your, so. <laughs> your work now. Yeah, I mean they. They have yeah. right, and they're giving you jobs, and yeah. and um, so I think in a way that is mm-hmm. that 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 has to be validating, right? To say that um, you know, to 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 think that this is something that is a hobby, which you've turned into something that people will pay you for. I think that's something that a lot of people wish um would happen to them. You know, some something they do as a hobby, and then all of a sudden people find value I mean, and they. Pay them for it. How how does that make you feel? Like when you see something does it, like this happen? Like does it make you? Does it make you ask you the question? Uh, ask yourself the question. What are some of my hobbies that I would like to make money out of? Would it be fun once I've taken that hobby into a business? Because you seem to have like in, when you when we had this conversation uh, previously, you seem to have this stigma against taking your hobby and making it to your work. I I don't think it's a stigma. I think. In a way, it's almost a um, excuse not to try and monetize my hobby. But also, in a way, it is. It is um, the foundations of it is sort of based on the fact that if you bring money into a hobby or, or um, something you enjoy doing, the motivation becomes different to why you're doing something. It only becomes because I enjoy doing it. It might be because oh, because I want to make money, and to make money, I've got to do things differently because it needs. I need a, a, a bigger reach. Um, I have to do things a little bit better or a different way. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of different thinking once money comes in, which I was sort of a little bit turned off by. But seeing you get from you know turning a, in, into a, a hobby into something that people is actually paying you for, and it seems like a pretty smooth transition, does give me a little bit of uh, a little bit of hope. That uh, there could be something that uh, a hobby which which I enjoy and people 
just pay me for it. <laughs> I am an advocate. I'm an advocate to to turn your passion or whatever you love doing just without the you know the the the, the thought of money involved into it. I'm an advocate to turn that into something that makes you money because to me it it gives you an excuse, right? I look at it the other way. It gives you an excuse to upgrade. It gives you an excuse to learn more. It gives you an excuse to refine your craft, right? Because you see it like, oh, I could, I have to change the way I look at things. I have to change yeah. the way I clean my car, for example. If we're gonna use the the the, the uh, uh, detailing business that you had in mind, detailing your car, for example, right? Yeah. I mean, if you look around around the room, I spend a lot of my money, a lot of my money on things that. You know, I love. I I spend really rarely any other money on clothes, on like fucking yeah, what whatever else. Like I don't spend any money on food, for example. Like <laughs> if it was up to me, I'd find the cheapest food. Like if I didn't have Abby cooking me the yeah. all the nice food that yeah. you see in this house, because she's got skill in, of her own. But if it wasn't for for me or her having the the food there, I'd buy Macca's mm. something cheap, two two dollar noodles. I, I I wouldn't care for those things. And it's like uh, what's his name, um. I will teach you how to be rich. That book. I don't know that book. I don't know, but anyway, anyways, it's a podcast. I'll, I'll have the name and I'll put it on the show notes because yeah. it's a it's a really good like uh, it's a really good sort of mentality to have. It's it's the mentality of, you know, all right. I'm not gonna be saving because I, I, I I'm sorry. I'm not gonna spend money on lattes or coffees because over time it will create like a large amount of expenditure that sure. is, you know, unnecessary. But if you flip it on its head, instead of say, looking at it like that, spend your money on your latte. Spend the money on, on the things you love, but then save your money on things that you don't care about. Yeah, right? I, I think that's, that's probably the, the smart way to think about it. And, and, and it's, it's also an unencumbrance to yourself hmm. because you don't have to every day think, think about like your finances, budgeting for, for this or that. Uh, and, and and you look at uh, people who have like houses and houses and houses and they drive like a Yaris, for example. Yeah. Right? Because they don't care about Because they don't care about the car. And that's a smart move because cars are a de- depreciation asset. Definitely are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you look around my room, in, in terms of me, like I turn my hobby into work, into something I can do to make money because it allows me to improve my craft and also buy new toys. Right? Do, do you think uh, the fact that you're, buying new toys or expensive toys do you think that is a almost a motivator to make money from it yes or do you think it's the other way around you want to make money so you have to get better toys uh no it's more of the i want better toys so i'm gonna have to make money (laughs) make money from it (laughs) yeah yeah i I mean uh i kind of feel bad having that dj phantom 4 yep sitting here for four five years Mm -hmm using it like maybe once or twice a year to now being able to use it like four or five times a week, right? Yeah, it's definitely pretty cool to have something that is expensive that's not getting used. I mean, you could have, you could have sold it, um, but instead you're making money from it, mm. which is the best way to yeah. to use use something that, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's just sitting around. Yeah. Um, a lot of people do that though. A lot of people buy expensive things or just to test it out once or twice and just leave it in the in the. Yeah, I mean, so you got some you got some good deals from uh, from Gumtree from people just yeah buying expensive piece of uh, equipment and then deciding that hey, this is not for me and then yeah I, lo- I love I love Gumtree for that. It's just uh, just the uh, the way people think about uh, products right now. It's just like something that's very expendable. 
Mm. Right? They, they they buy it, they don't like it, so they sell it straight away. It's still it's still kind of um it's still kind of funny to me and a little bit yeah it's, it's definitely a little bit funny that you can you 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 look at something um on Gumtree and you find a good deal for I think which is still several hundred dollars expensive you know that that's that's not cheap right no it's not and then you 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 just buy it like it's <laughs> I don't know like it just makes sense to me so um for example. For 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 my work, you know, there's there's not a lot that I can, I I, I can there's there's not many uh, things I can buy to make my work easier, right? There's there's really nothing. Maybe a better mouse, maybe a better keyboard. There's there's you know it, services, it's, subscriptions to make your your writing your templates possibly enough, possibly right? so automating your work. Yeah, there's just like when I think about my work, I I don't think about investing in things to help me get better i'm just yeah but you you you're you're different you you look at something and you think hey this can really help um add to my my work my and workflow you, right. your workflow yeah. or whatever else and you just go for it doesn't really matter how much it costs well i mean you know reasonable you just go for it yeah i mean to be honest though i kind of feel like bad like every time i buy something now you, you always pop up in my head <laughs> like i hate that about you i really do it's just like are, are you getting good value out of it <laughs> you know, well, I mean, that's a very, very important question. You know, is, are you getting good value from it? You're my fucking conscience now, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if if that was a question that you ask yourself more often when you're younger, do you think you would have made better decisions? Yes, I think I would. Um, yes, I think I definitely would. Um, yeah, I mean, look, just thinking about like all the purchases and the things I, I put myself through right now, I'm. I'm almost feeling unapologetic about it, right? Before I used to buy yeah. things and, and, you know, I, I could see the potential of it, but I was almost too afraid to go in the, in, in that direction that I actually want to go, right? I could see, I could buy a camera. Like, remember that camera I bought similar to this one? I had it for like, for a good while and I ended up selling it, remember? Um, so that I've kind of, I felt bad for buying that. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like you didn't use it to the maximum potential. I didn't. I had all, I had this setup before. I had the gimbal. I had the camera, but like I never I was like almost afraid of giving myself permission to go out there and and make something out of it. And and you obviously have pretty good equipment already. I did. You could I, you could have done yeah, it. Yeah, I could I could have done it. And Abby always Abby always tells me you could have done this four years ago. Yeah. So my question actually for you right now is what can you do now that you won't have to regret four years down the track? And that's a question for you guys as well for the, for the podcast listeners, right? It's important to give you for yourself permission. And you know, you know that conversation we had with uh, Eric, yeah, right? So he gave us a five option and I put myself, you put yourself like in number one, happiness, right? Yeah. That's basically you. But I put myself on the, on the last tier because I had all these things that in my mind were more important than myself. So my, my, my statement to you guys, to people listening to this podcast is give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to spend a little bit of your money on things that you love to see what, what joy or happiness or character building that might bring to you. It's also important to um, give yourself permission to, to do things which are actually productive for your life, for your, you know, for your happiness. Um, and I'm not talking about you know, drugs. I'm not talking about um, you know, super expensive cars or anything. Those are 
not smart purchases. I'm talking about you know things that can really help you potentially you know maybe make money or just make you feel like a, feel like a um, you know you're either healthier or feel better about yourself. How about a better version of yourself? A better version of yourself. Something that goes toward that. I think that's really important. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the theme of this show that that should be more emphasized. Love yourself. Love the f- things that you do. Don't put anyone else in front of you. It took me a while to um, agree to to do this podcast. Exactly. Just man. because I, I didn't give myself permission to think that I can do something like yeah. this. But hey, I think this is one of the best things that's uh, that I've, I've done in the past, you know, a few years. I reckon. Mm. That's true. And I'm going to relate back to Eric's podcast, the one we did with him um, previously. Like, we're going to release that soon. And his podcast was very interesting. It allowed me to understand myself a little bit more in the sense that, hey, don't be sorry for spending the, the amount of money that you spend on things, right? Don't be sorry for doing the thing that's not making you money right now, but could make you a ton of money down the track or make, you, make your life a, a lot happier down the track. Don't worry about what, what other people are doing. Don't worry about if your brother or your dad or anyone else is making a lot more money than you are. If you're following the path that makes you happy, that should be basically the the the, the current your current goal. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of sound like uh, like life coaches or gurus, but it's it's not a like it's not about that. I mean, it could be that yeah, those life coaches and life gurus have gone through a particular path and they see things differently, and. For you and you right now, this particular moment where we, we, we're vibing about this because we feel so strongly of everything that we're saying right now. It's, our podcast is about a personal development for ourselves. And if people find value in this, then follow the journey. And, and I, don't, I don't think there's anything sort of, um, anything hippie, any sort of, anything new age about doing things to make you happy. That's, yeah. like, that's just what people should be aiming for, to do things to, to, to make them happy. Um, and 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 to to give themselves permission to do the things which make them happy. I guess it's it's basically a ha ha aha moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting. It takes it takes time to get to this uh, to to that thinking for a lot of people. I feel like, but I think once you get there, then it's almost like the path that you want to walk is always laid out to you because now you know what makes you happy. Now you know. Where you where you need to get to to mm. get achieve happiness? Do you remember what you said to me last week during that uh, after the interview um, with Eric? Yeah, which part? You said one thing that makes you think a lot about is that no matter if you're rich, no matter if you're poor, the problems are still going to be the same. You're still going to be okay. Yeah, whether you have resources or no resources, you know, if if you see. If you see people doing it tough and you see them get through it, there's, there's no reason. It's, it's really, really hard to fail. I think that was really my point. It's really, yeah. really hard to exactly. fail you're to exactly. the point yeah. where you're fucked. <laughs> like where, where you're on the street. It's really, really hard to get there. Like you have to make some really incredibly poor, poor decisions to get there. So little, 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 um, little choices, little decisions. To make yourself happy, even if even if it doesn't, it's not gonna fail to the point where you're on the street. Mm. It's really really hard to fail. Would you consider that your aha moment as well? I think I think in a way, um, and I think maybe we can revisit this after the episode goes out because I think this will probably give 
um, the episode will definitely give our, our listeners a little bit more context on what we talked about. Yeah. Um, but there, there was a lot from there, and I think we can even do like a little recap episode in a way of what, yeah, yeah, what we yeah. took from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, I think it's a good place to, to stop it, man. Yeah. Season two, the episode one, season two. Uh, Welcome to season two of the Escape Road podcast, everybody, man. That's, that's just, uh, we're happy to be back, happy to to dish out some more content, happy to learn new things uh, from our guests and also from our experiences um, in our conversations. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, just announcing this this podcast is going to be renamed the Escape String now. No, I'm just joking. Still the escape I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Am I missing a memo here? <laughs> it's still the Escape Road season two. <laughs> All right, everybody, just, you know. Have a good one. Bye. Hey guys, you've been listening to the Escape Road podcast. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And as always, you can always find us at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, or wherever you find your podcast or listen to your podcast rather. And you can always uh, support us, um, certainly through um, reviews. And if you do want to send us a little bit of um, monetary support, there is a Patreon and there's Amazon. Our Amazon link is on our website. Whatever you're going to buy, just use our link and we get a very small kickback. For Patreon, for season two, oh, we're, going to put in, we're going to put up some um, special Patreon content. I'm not sure exactly what it is yet, uh, but soon enough we'll um, announce it. And um, yeah, if you support us, you'll get some extra content. All right, guys. Have a good one. See you.